Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 328 for October 31st, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly. I'm Adriel. I'm Trevor. And I'm Random Dave. Well done, everybody. And happy Halloween. So what has everybody got going on? Everybody's dressed up. Everybody decided that we were going to dress up for Halloween. So let's see. Uh, Trevor. Trevor is Slamfire Radio Police, so it looks like. I'm the, I'm the Slamfire Radio ERT team, yeah. Ert? Ert? Is that Ert emergency response? Yes. Tactical what are ninja. What Tactical are you emergency ninja. responding to? Whatever whatever needs responding to. You know, I, persons, I, and here you are. I'm really I'm really uh I'm really a mall ninja. That's my thing. I'm dressed up as a mall ninja. You're mall ninja? I'm mall ninja. You can I got my schmog. Right? I got lots of patches. I see that. I have I got pockets with stuff that you know is not stuff. right. Yeah, I got pockets. You got the with gloves stuff. with the with the knuckle guard, so you can beat people up. Hell yeah, I yeah. do. Stop being drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Let me punch you sober. Let me punch, punch you the sober. drunk out of you. <laughs> yeah. And then we have random Dave. Random Dave, what are you uh, dressed as today? You're working. Uh, you He's not like dressed as working. anything. This is just regular. It's what do you usually wear? Normally wear. Yeah. There we go. I'll be asking the questions. <laughs> <laughs> and and Adriel Adriel's dress is a pizza. He's my got my favorite costume on. Yeah, I, I decided to go for something uh, tactical and threatening. So, can you tell me what your toppings are, please? Well, there's a green pepper on there. That's the threatening part. Too spicy. Those green, green peppers. What? Oh yeah, green peppers. Spices are, are no <laughs> green peppers aren't spicy. They're bland and uh, they're one of my favorite ingredients. So, what else you got on you? Mm, well, this might be like a Chinese pizza because I got a cat on on on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different kind. But, uh, oh, the poor little kitty cat. <laughs> I wouldn't eat that one. No, not that okay, one. Not so that the, one. The great, cat. So the great debate does. Pineapple belong in pizza or what? No. Mm. Not in any mm. amount. Mm. No. Oh, not in I, any I amount. Like, so I like a little, little bit of pineapple okay. on pizza sometimes. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, if it's truly Hawaiian pizza, it's got spam on it, too. How about yeah. olives? Mm. Yes. Do olives belong on pizza? Yes. Yeah, sure, why not? Hot peppers? A little bit of everything. Get, get crazy yeah. with it. No. Hot pepper and pineapple. Very nice. One of my favorite Spices ingredients on pizza is zucchini and broccoli. True story. Oh, cool. That'd be good. That'd be good. Oh, you guys didn't actually take the bait. That's too bad. No. Okay. Kelly, what, what are we talking about? I said nothing. Yeah, I know. Uh, why don't we talk about what we didn't got? Wait, this wait. What do you? What? what do you? Oh, okay. So yeah, as I, I remember, I said, I don't know. Was that before we started or not? Okay. So I got my sunglasses on, my tank, my belt. Because the belt doesn't actually, she doesn't wear a belt on a belt loops. No, she has a she oh, has a um, 
Uh, Maybe you should stand up and show us that again and like turn on the catwalk. She's got an AK, which I'm not allowed to have here in catwalk, Canada. Yeah. But she also has an AR. Yeah. Here we go. And just yeah. like a Hollywood AR, it has no sights on it. Yeah. I know. Stop yet. <laughs> so actually, I got to put on, I got a uh, red dot for it. I bought. Okay. I was going to say, Kelly, you've on. been working on that AR for years. I Well, no, I just. Well, no, I didn't just buy the the no, red dart. I, I, I just yeah. haven't put it on it. Okay, so I got that. I got my Glock. Um, it's coming out tomorrow on a movie. So what is it? Who am I? Sarah Connor. You bet. Sarah Although Connor. I don't have blonde hair, as you said. You used the wrong accent, Trevor. <laughs> Trevor, yeah. I'll be back. Oh, did you guys see the trailer? By the way. Yes. Yeah, did you see what Sarah says? Yep, Sarah's walking away, and she says, "I'll be back." I'll be back. Hmm. Okay, yeah. I have to put on my glasses because I can't see a damn thing with those things. Contacts. Uh, I can't wear contacts. At all? Ever? I wore them once. I'm learning new stuff. I can't wear them. I, my astigmatism, like Barn Boulevards, are bad. Hi, Brian. Oh, okay. So my astigmatism, obviously, is not as bad. I have two kinds. Anyway, we're not going to talk contacts. Carry on. Okay. It's, we're not talking astigmatisms. We're talking about guns today. Because what we did in guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center. It's Canada's premier firearms retailer. They have the Swiss K11 rifles in. They have matching bolts, uh, barrel bolt, magazines, and receive or sealer numbers. See, I can't read. Uh, the bores are very good. Now, what do we, what's the definition of very good, you guys? Sharp rifling. No okay. pitting. There. They're very good. Um, metal 80% plus. Uh, wood is very, very good. That's so guess price. how much they are, you guys. Are they $479 each plus applicable taxes? That's that scary, Dave, that you could nail it like that. Hmm. I know. Yeah, good guess. I was going to say so 500 yeah. but I'd be dead wrong. If you want a K11 and you don't have a K11 and you want one that's not been bubbled or messed with and has matching serial numbers on the barrel, bolt, magazine, and receiver, this is the one to get. Right. So I what mean, do you con? I mean, any anyone can. You just you get a sharpie and you can make those numbers all match, no problem. You're not wrong, but that's not <laughs> how these ones are matched. These are original matching, not SKS stamped force matching. <laughs> Electro right. electro pencil. Electroplated. Yeah. Electro pencil. Just I like imagine pencil. like Sharpie. Yeah. Because Sharpie doesn't ever come off. The K11s are permanent. very nice. I have a couple of them and I really like them. You really like them? I do. They're fun. They're fun? Okay. Yeah, they are. Okay. Uh, if you want a K11, why don't you contact Jeff Reese at uh, the Calgary Shooting Center or just you know, email him at orders at shooting orders at the shooting center.com. So let him know you want one. And Trevor, why don't we talk to you about what you did in Guns this week? Awesome. Thank you, Kelly. Um, I went to Filthy's, picked Gallon up along the way, and Saturday morning we went to his range to teach a fundamentals class. Class was uh, supposed to be an IPSC fundamentals class, but we ended up spending way more time on just basic fundamentals than we did on IPSC specific fundamentals. Um, well, the, the part of the class that they wanted more of was movement. They wanted some tips on movement. And um, so mistakes were made. Uh, I spent a lot of time on fundamentals. I didn't tell them the proper round count. Uh, I should have told them to bring double, but I told them to bring. No one actually ran out of ammo, but it was getting to the end. That's good. Uh, yeah. No, no, it was good. They did. So um, after I showed them something, 
I had them practice it over and over and over. Yeah. Myself, I've been to classes where the instructor shows you a drill, you do it once you move on. I'm sorry, I can't retain that way. I need to some I need to do the drill in order to uh, have it, you know, committed to memory and actually learn learn the thing I was just shown. I can't just do it once and then retain it. I need to practice over and over. So, I try and I try and make the drills that I do have them uh do it more well, unfortunately if, if you just did it once uh you may like you'll catch the most obvious stuff and you'll say well well this is the thing you need to work on for the next run but then like it would be nice to do, get a couple in there right yeah yeah i'd show it to them i'd let them do it i'd give them one-on-one attention going up and down the line it's a big class so it's hard to make sure everybody got attention which is maybe another reason why we uh we lagged. At least I like to think I gave everybody some one-on-one attention. If I skipped over you, it's because you were fine. You didn't need one-on-one attention. Um, there was a contest going between Filthy and Possibly to see who could get the most compliments out of me, right? Oh, uh, isn't that yeah, sweet? Yeah, he told me I did it better than you did, so he likes me more. It was, <laughs> was kind of hilarious. So, so who got eh. the most compliments out of you? Oh, Possibly. Filthy's dead to me. Uh, Why? So He, he uh, wished me a happy 50th today. <laughs> just, just pretty low. So, for really? the record, yeah, for the record, I'm 45 today. Not, not anywhere near half century. You look fantastic for 45. Well, you look okay too. <laughs> Trevor, you, you look ready to uh, storm a Starbucks and grab a coffee. <laughs> as long as that Starbucks is in a mall, I yeah. will be okay. Leave yeah. the guns at home, but the rest of you like fits. Yeah, hit one of the supply um, sergeant like those uh, military surplus places on the way. Pick up a yeah. couple extra pouches that use Velcro and textile. Molly, Maybe a really terrible Chinese. I got Molly. It doesn't work. You got some Molly going on there. That's I got good. Molly on. I never um, understood. Anyways, never understood Molly. No, no. I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, I, overall, the class went well, and um, I think everyone is is ready to sign up for part two. Part two, we will hit the ground running with just we'll get right into Ipsic specific stuff. Mall so, Ninja One Hundred One. No, I don't teach that class. No. What about range, range Lawyer? Range Lawyer One Hundred One. How to look that. like you're patching, but you're actually just patching one target and then walking back to the line. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I, I've mastered that. Um, yeah. I will teach them some range lawyer. I said, uh, you know, when I teach black badge, I teach you one way to draw. When you're an arrow, I'll teach you how to catch what I'm about to teach you how to do. <laughs> and then show them how to game their draw. Um, this was the first time out with my Phoenix Redback. Let me just. Oh, yeah. What happened? Here. How'd it go? It's phenomenal. The gun is a laser like beam. Your gun is a laser beam, Kelly. I. Uh, I stood on the line for their first drill. Matthew and I, we do a, when we teach class, we do a baseline. You remember okay. the day drill. We do yep. uh, 10 rounds, 10 yards, 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. So I got on the line with them and did it with this just to see where it was hitting. If I had yep. to adjust the sight and nine out of 10 bullets went in the same hole. First time firing the gun. Damn. Wow. Phenomenal. Did you have a big hole in your target though? No, I did no, not. I had like a, no. yeah, like a quarter size, loony size hole. So, um, wow. Yeah, and then I had to shoot Gallon's gun later, and I was doing something similar with his gun, and Reed, Reed yells over. So it's uh, it can be done with any gun I see, <laughs> or it's not just about your gun or something like that. I'm anyway. sure that 
but that gun's it's a sweet gun. Uh, that's that's one of the really reasons is. why I like that Matthew would show up with a stock Glock 17 because it yep. would be like, yeah, you can shoot the fancy gun, but it's not the fancy gun. Watch this guy like embarrass everyone with a, glo- with a stock Glock with one hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't do any one-handed shooting at all. We just uh, moved into other things. So anyway, the um, the Redback was phenomenal. What's that um, thing weigh, Almost three pounds. Wow. Yeah, it's it's heavier. It's heavier than my three fifty seven Magnum. Wow. Yeah, to, to give you some context, like it's way heavier than a Beretta. It's heavier than nineteen elevens. Like it's just ridiculous. So there's no Um, right now there's um, there's going to be even less when I knock some spring out of it. It's a little oversprung right now, so it's slam slam. But other than that, like she sits pretty flat, no doubt about it. So adapting to a red dot is pretty different because you see movement in your sight picture more with a red dot than you do with um, an iron sight. So that's taking some some getting used to. But anyway, I've had no problem finding the dot on the draw or target transition or even shooting on the move. We did a drill where we started on one side of the range and it was draw, shoot the partial target actually first off the draw, because there was a big open target that you would shoot while exiting. I didn't want them to shoot it on the move. I wanted them to practice shooting while exiting. Sometimes you can't shoot on the move, but you can shoot while exiting. So I was getting them to practice shifting their weight and finishing the shots and making sure they followed through. It was hilarious to see some of them, like some of them. Oh, man. We had one ADD guy in the class. He was amazing. It was so much fun to work with him. And, like, he was running away, shooting at it with one hand. It was like Hollywood. It was crazy. It's like, <laughs> it's like sometimes he'll, I just go, no, no, stop, stop. Come here, come here. One guy was trying to run away, and I put my hand on him and brought him back. Like, no, come here. Anyway, so, um, and then I put a piece of steel on the way to the other target race. So the idea was two in the partial, exit on the full target, and then as you're running across, as the foot plants, ping on the steel and keep going try and do it when the foot when when the one of your feet comes down make the shot your other foot comes down you keep going you're not you're never supposed to stop you're just supposed to pause shoot keep going no hard stop and hard takeoff again the idea is to just kind of slow yourself shoot it while kind of while stepping uh, definitely a pause more than a stop and then keep going again and um, I was like, no, it, it, it needs to look like this, guys. And I just went back and forth, run, 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 pause, bing, run, 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 pause, bing. I was just I couldn't miss with this gun. It was amazing. Sometimes I didn't even see the dot in the glass, and I was hitting the steel anyway. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah. So um, after the class was done, then we went back to Filthies for the night. And the next morning, Gallon and I went to back to the Miramichi for an ORPS match where we, you know, we like to brag and say we've come for your medals and your women. Denied. <laughs> Hard no. Matt told me before I got there, you can have my medals, but you can't have my women. And he wouldn't let me have either. I lost sec- I lost first place by one shot. Oh. Yeah. So, and, uh, and the son of a gun, I changed the barrel on his rifle for him. He that sent way. his rifle up to the shop. I did the work. Denis had to do some uh, head You did spacing. a good job. Apparently, he's like, "Oh, it's not grouping really well yet." Da, da, da. But whatever, Matt. 
<laughs> little shark gave me a false sense of security and then whooped me <laughs> anyway the match was run really really well um apparently they listen to the show and make uh, corrections based on constructive <laughs> feedback that that they hear on air um <laughs> so there was some changes this time and uh we still managed to have a reshoot totally our fault not their fault even though we went through every um stage description together what happened what Why'd you have a reshoot? Oh, uh, we shot the targets in the wrong order. T1 was at the back instead of at the front. Uh, anyway, so, and then um, uh, the steel's breaking. They've, they're on like their third broken plate. Uh, and I see really? on the, yeah, and on the have or, you, uh, contact or have oh, yeah. Contact yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, not an issue. He takes care of it immediately. And like, I think he's even sending like complete replacement sets. Are they cracking? Uh, Are you punching holes in them? No, cracking. 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 They're they're breaking. It's like they're too brittle. Like where are they breaking on the target? Is on like the the bell is coming off the hanger and stuff. Huh. Yeah. So, but I mean, he's he's good for it. So, I don't know, Kelly. Maybe he got bad AR five hundred. Maybe it's not tempered. That's too brittle. I don't know. So, um. I set in and tested my Stag 10 with Federal Gold Metal Match 168 grain ammo. Um, I think I shared the pictures with you guys, didn't I? Looked anyway. like a shotgun was was hitting a, a target. Uh huh. No, not that one at all. Douche. Anyway, it shot really well. Um, it shot an inch or better for yeah, most of the groups. So. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Nice. And then, most exciting of all, let me grab this here, show and tell, and I don't want to hear you guys run your mouth and say, shouldn't he be ready? Shouldn't he be ready? Yes, Kelly, I apologize. Should he be ready? Mm. Oh, our listeners got to ah. listen to this. Shut it, Adriel. What is this? <laughs> well, this is a mock-up with, this, with an STI receiver set that I've got sitting around, you know. Um, That's what does. Yeah, but I'm going to start building them when the uh, modern supporter is done. So, so this is my uh, international barrels, IBI barrels from oh. British Columbia. We've had Ryan, Ryan Stacey on the show many times. Yep. So my this is my 7.62 by 40 WT barrel. Mm. This is obviously the most beautiful. important. Yes, it is definitely beautiful. And I mean, the fit and finish and construction of this barrel is amazing. And it's obviously the most important component of the 7.62 by 40 WT build, but it's the only component that's different than in any other AR-15 223 part. When you convert your, it's just like uh, 300 blackout. The only part you change is the barrel. So right. um, I've got the barrel. It needs a 936 gas block. So if you see here, it's a little bit bigger than a, than a 223 glass gas block. Uh, that would be a 750. This one's a 936. Ryan uh, recommended that I get an adjustable because we don't know exactly what the gas is going to be like on this. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go with an adjustable. So I ordered two at the same time. I ordered one for my SLR because my SLR has a lightweight bulk carrier group in it. Mm-hmm. So when those gas blocks come in and the charging handle comes in, I will have everything I need with the exception of my actual um, receiver set from Alberta Tactical Supply. So that's what my modern sport is going to be. This is a 19-inch 17, or a 19-inch 76.2 by 40 WT. Uh, I've already started to convert some of the brass, waiting for the dies to arrive. So you take 5.56 brass. Mm -hmm. When it's at full length, you trim off 5 millimeters, or it doesn't matter. You trim it till it's 1.560. 
So that's easy to do on any bench mounted trimmer. So I'm using my Sinclair trimmer. Once it's trimmed to 1.560, the neck is completely gone. Then you lube it and you put it inside your 7.62 by 40 WT die, and that turns it into 7.62 by 40 WT brass. Measure it, make sure that it is uh, the proper max length for that caliber, which is 1.565. And um, then you go ahead and you just, that's it, start, start reloading for it. I'm not worried about getting thousands and thousands of pieces of brass because this is not a three-gun rifle. This is not a plinking rifle. This will be a hunting rifle. So I'm only going to ever make like a couple of hundred pieces out of Winchester 223 brass. So, and it will, of course, all be um, process the nth degree. I'll deburr the flash holes and uniform the primer pockets, et cetera, and so on. And so, yeah, all I'm waiting you've, on. You've described it before, but what's the difference between that and 300 blackout? Length, overall length of the cartridge, and therefore cartridge capacity, the volume inside the case. There's more so, in that one? Much more, yep. Mm. The best analogy I can give you is compare a 38 Special to a 357 Magnum. 7.62 by 40 is the 357 Magnum. 38 Special is the 300 Blackout. So, so the question would be why? question is why. Well, I like the idea of shooting a 30 cal bullet out of an AR-15 size rifle at 2,500 feet per second. So I can shoot a 125 grain bullet at 2,500 feet per second. So I got a 30 cal bullet weighing 125 grains coming out of an AR-15, not an AR-10. All the other components are the same. AR-15 size platform, 30 cal bullet. It's meant for hunting, uh, hogs, deer, medium-sized game. So That's the why. Non-restricted receiver? Yes, I'm putting this on my... I wanted this caliber for years, Dave, but I wouldn't build an AR-15 in this caliber just to shoot at the range. But now that we've got the SLR and the Modern Sporter, I'm making this caliber a reality after all these years. Uh, looks like you get about 150 extra FPS out of a 125 grain bullet. Somewhere in there. So it is stankier. Yep. Now, since there are some pretty good 77 grain options in the 223 and the difference between the 77 grain and the 110 grain on the kinetic energy is not super duper significant so the argument could be made why are you going through all this trouble and you could just shoot 77 grain out of your air but it's 22 caliber versus 30 like if you're going to go hunting like mm -hmm. a, a 22 caliber bullet with a a whole bunch of lead behind it is uh, not going to be as much expansion as a 30 cal bullet with with expansion. Yeah. For example, the f um, the first bullet I'm testing in it is a Hornady SST. I use 165 SSTs in my through in my 30 out six, and they've killed a moose, no problem. Mm -hmm. So the SST construction is a good hunting bullet. Um, yeah. So. I'd much rather shoot a bear with a 125 grain SST out of an air than a 77 grain. Oh yeah. Yeah. For dangerous game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so I guess that's, that's the why, uh, Dave, I hope it sounded logical and it's worthwhile. Yeah. Um, and then I bought a ton of reloading supplies. I bought 
powder. I bought Alliant 1680 because Alliant 1680 gives the highest velocity of the data that I have for uh, this caliber of 7.62 by 40. I bought uh, the bullets. I also bought Spear 52 grain bullets for my 22-250 loads. And I bought a four-pound keg of red dot for my 12-gauge reloads. So I got a reloading bench to rebuild downstairs and set up my press my single stage press and my shotgun press and um get to work nice. so yeah that's uh that's it for me adriel what about you uh-uh. oh, no sorry kelly if you don't want adriel to go next no i want to actually just stop you for a second and wish okay. you a happy birthday oh thank you kelly. happy birthday are you going to sing what are you saying you're gonna what? We're gonna sing. We're gonna sing you happy we're, birthday. We're not gonna sing. We don't oh, need to sing. So cringy. Sing, singing is not necessary. <laughs> I thought you were going to your safe to get me a present. Yeah. Megaphone. No, no you get no present. Okay. Uh, Trevor, we just Travis, wanted to say happy uh, birthday. From the chat, there was asking uh, why the need for the large journal on the end of the AR barrel isn't just more weight hanging off the end for the 950 seat versus the 750. Do you know why they didn't go with the 750, uh, Trevor? Um, maybe because the diameter of the barrel has to accommodate the, uh, the inside diameter has to accommodate the, the outside diameter has to accommodate the inside diameter of a 30 cal. So the overall profile would be bigger than a two, two, three, perhaps is seven fifty too small for that barrel. Like, is that barrel the, bigger than seven fifty? Um, well, the journal certainly is. I don't know why, because it's maybe, you know, they're tooled up. If they make 30 cal barrels, they, they automatically default to 936. Oh, maybe. maybe. Yeah. I didn't question it. He told me, get a night, you're going to need 936 gas block. And I said, he, okay. Yeah. yeah. You mm-hmm. just Nobody's listen. <laughs> yeah. Ryan talks. I listen. Yes. That's I, question, I question a lot of people, but not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> But sometimes you should question because you might learn something. Uh, true. The question It depends on the question though, and how they're formed and what they're about. I'll keep that in mind. Travis okay. wonders why not something cool like two, 224 Valkyrie over your 30 cal choice. I don't know if 224 Valkyrie is cool. Because I looked into 224 Valkyrie and to get the speeds that 224 Valkyrie are capable of producing, you're at a minimum 24-inch barrel. I don't want a semi-automatic rifle with 24-inch barrel. That makes sense. Yep. Yep. Alrighty. So, Dave, what have you been doing? Adriel's next, Kelly. No. Kelly's (laughs) Kelly's hosting. She does whatever she wants to. (laughs) It's true. A little bit, Kelly. Dave, what are you up to? I fixed a nasty stoppage in my Marlin 1894. I, uh, 357, I was shooting a vintage match and I was under pressure. And I discovered that you can stick 10 rounds into a nine round magazine on one of those things if you push hard Sweet. enough and fast enough. Yeah. Uh huh. And locked it up hard. Oh, yeah. Yep. It, the loading Oops. gate was completely jammed. I could, that lever was jammed, couldn't get anything in or out of that gun. So. I had to uh, take the tube apart, which I just kind of went out with a screwdriver and just, nah, this did, I mean, cowboys take these things apart. can't be that hard. And it's really not, actually. It's pretty good. So No, it's not. Good. Take them apart at the shop all the time to restore them. Yeah, nothing to them. It's They look they look very complicated. I always think that those things are going to be like a, um, are going to be like a Swiss watch inside, but they really aren't. It's pretty simple. 
So I, uh, I disassembled it. The big trick to it was to take the screw off at the lever and pop the lever off the bottom of the gun, and then that freed everything up. Mm-hmm. And then I was good. And I just dumped all the rounds out the, uh, out the front of it. The problem was is that the lifter got jammed, jammed on the rim of the cartridge. So I couldn't push the cartridge this way, and the door was stuck, so I couldn't push the cartridge this way. So it's just completely screwed. So did that, uh, got that freed up. So I'm going to carry a screwdriver in that particular size with me in my kit, just in case I manage to do that again. Don't you have enough molly and pouches that you could just carry a screwdriver on your person and it wouldn't, well, it wouldn't you wouldn't yeah, even I, notice it? I normally have a, uh, I normally have a little toolkit on my belt just in case. Just a flathead, Phillips, Robertson, yeah, just one of everything. Lube, uh, lube, a little tiny rod for pistol, a couple screwdrivers, that sort of stuff, uh, a multi-tool. Fly swatter, yeah. Uh, yeah, electric fly swatter. Mm. Um, so yeah, that kind of sucked during the match. So I got last place because I missed like most of a match. So I just tanked wow. that. So, so, yeah. But there were only four people shooting, and I had fun. So that's good. Uh, yeah, it was vintage CQB. So we had a couple guys with uh, with Grand. We had a guy with nice. uh, the Enfield. We had a guy with an STG forty. Or STG, uh, not STG forty, the um, the submachine gun, the MP forty, whatever. Really, German the blue line ones. Yeah, the blue line yeah. ones in nine mil. So cool. he had one of those out. So that was pretty cool. And then I had the lever gun, so that was fun. And uh, yeah, so that's good. So I know how to fix those things now. And funny, funny thing, the next day I have a plinking day on the range. I'm running it. Somebody shows up with a Marlin in thirty thirty. I'm just thinking, I wonder if I should just mention him what happens to me. He did the exact same thing. <laughs> he's sitting there talking to his dad, and he's just ramming rounds into the gun, and he rams, like, one too many in and, like, locks the whole gun up. I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. So you got to be careful with that with those guns. I guess there's a reason we use magazines. Right. Uh, well, yeah. can overload those suckers, too, and... All of our stupid pinage and crimping of the mag body to restrict it. Those full length, they're thirty, they're thirty round mags length, but they're pinned to ten. You know what I mean? The new LAR pistol, yeah, those ones. Yeah, so I did a mag change in the last three gun match on a closed bolt and jammed the follower into the. Uh, oh, oh, you into the dimples. You seated her. I did. Huh. Uh, don't yeah. No, I always tell people when you see the mag, put it in and tug it. Don't don't jam it in because yeah, you do that and then you're screwed. I, I jam them all in there, just ram them <laughs> right in with How's no regard for, for for the rifle's feelings. <laughs> I've seen too many people do that and either damage their feet lips or they just they bind the whole gun up and then it's like a two man operation to get the, the freaking mag out. Mortaring How's solves work? everything. Air fifteen. it's faster too uh what else did i do oh i shot cqb match two weeks ago i got silver in the operator class so nice good for you i kind of sucked but i didn't suck badly enough to not get a medal so that was cool good Um, how many people were shooting it the 30 i think it was 33 or 34 people in a congratulations that's awesome top thirds that's very good yeah Yeah. just under much success yeah, I was happy with that. I mean, I haven't shot a CQB match since this time last year, and only fired my air at the maple seeds. So I was pretty happy with that. And uh, what else did I do? Oh, I explained our concealed carry laws to a U.S. friend whose daughter has a stalker, and he's deeply concerned with it. So he 
phoned me up and said, um, yeah, how do we, uh, how do we get her a carry permit in Canada? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I said, yeah, there's two people in 33 million that have a carry permit right now. And he's like, what the really, yeah. really two people in Canada are worth saving. I'm like, uh, yeah, man. So where is he from? Uh, he, I can't remember which state he's from, but everybody in his family has a carry permit down there. Okay. And I explained exactly how our laws work up here for carrying, which is you cannot carry a weapon, period, at any sort. And he was just completely blown away that there would be laws that stupid, which I had to agree with. Yeah. So the final final Wait recommendation was maybe get some, uh, maybe get some, maybe get some uh, dog spray and carry it for only for some it's, dogs. It's almost like they don't know that the rest of the world doesn't operate the way they do. Yeah, he had no clue. I mean, he knew we had gun laws, like pretty strict gun laws, pretty crazy gun laws. But he had, like, the, it, it's interesting when somebody has that level of freedom and that, that amount of permissibility, they just... Doesn't it, compute. No, <laughs> it's like I told him that you have to drive to Mars to get your permit. Like, it just, he's just like, what? And I'm explaining it. And he's like, but, but that doesn't make sense. Why would they do that? Like, <laughs> I know, man. Like, you know... I had a friend years ago who had a, an ex, an ex husband who had threatened to kill her on multiple occasions. And the dude showed up, she called the cops and the cops said, well, is he trespassing? No. Has he threatened you? Not right now. Has he, has he assaulted you? No. Well, then there's nothing we can do. Basically call us back when he murders you. Yeah. Okay. You know, get over here and tell him to go away and not come back. Yeah. So the answer to that one was if he ever shows up again, you dial nine one one, say he has a weapon and he threatened you. Because at least the cops will show up. Like, yeah, there's a guy breaking in my garage. Sorry, we don't have time to respond to that. Yeah, Click. I shot him. Never mind. Yeah, th I just shot a guy in my garage. Everybody shows up. I thought you said you shot him. I thought you said you were busy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So that was uh, that was interesting. It's always interesting to see how things work when people actually, you know, have rights and stuff. And then want to do something reasonable, else. right? Want to like you know, their daughter has a stalker. Like, can we do something to defend her? Yeah. Not really. And I, he's like, he's like running through weapons, right? He's like a pistol, um, pepper spray. Nope. Can I get her a taser? And I'm like, no, all of that will land you in jail for 10 years. Should you choose to carry it for defense against an assault? Mm -hmm. And he's just like, ah, uh, you know, Hong Kong clown world. I'm like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and yet the gangbangers just do whatever the hell they want. And, Seemingly, they're good to go. Yeah, they can even get handcuffed, put in the back of a car, and still have the gun on them. <laughs> I know that's a pretty good trick. And like pull him gun. Get it out. You like that? That's yeah. a good trick. Gun yeah. bans work, right? Yep. They will after after there's a gun ban. That guy won't have a gun anymore. <laughs> as soon as Toronto has a gun ban in the city, you guys will all be safe. Right. Don't worry about yep. it. Yep. Yep. City Hall is going to keep you safe by taking your guns away. Take my alcohol away to stop drunk driving in New Brunswick. Yep. Yeah, that's right. The Wait, sheep what? Take <laughs> his alcohol. Yeah, if you take away Dave's alcohol, people in New Brunswick will stop drinking and driving. Dave, do you drink? I can't remember. I, I actually had a beer tonight. <gasps> that is good. Yeah. I that's know. what Slam Fire does to him. Once in a blue moon. <sighs> I wanted to drink tonight. All right. I, I will drink good. a beer a month. Do that. Day, so. Or if Kelly brings her moonshine, I'll drink some of that. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's time to get it making because July is coming pretty quickly. Get on that. Mm -hmm. I, am current, I am currently celebrating 46 years of sobriety. So. Congratulations. Thank you.
Kelly, what have you done, Guns? What did I do in Guns this week? I went to um, Lord Trent Valley and I had a Maple Seed event. So I was a Shibasa there. So I spent most of the week getting ready for it. And then we arrived and we arrived on Friday night to set up. And funny with the whole it getting darker nowadays, earlier. Ugh. So how to use the car to shine the lights on the range so that we could mm -hmm. set up. Uh, the range had some challenges, um, but we worked with those. And uh, we had a fantastic shoot. Really, really great uh, group of participants. The participants were all, it, the shoot actually sold out within the club itself. We had people traveling two hours to get there. They're, uh, they were members of the range. Uh, so they traveled two hours to get there. That's crazy. I, you know, anyways, I just thought that was crazy. Um, but I wanted to say you thank you. You thought it was much. crazy traveling two hours to go to a maple seed? No, to belong yeah. to that range. Oh, that is crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted well, we to say. We have some of that, though. We have, sorry, Kelly, we have people from the Quebec side. It's yeah. actually closer to come to Rusticus than and freer. Or nothing, right? Yeah, and freer. I think, yeah. yeah. Depends on where you live. I mean, I'm an hour and five minutes from my main club I go to. I just never go. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I just wanted to say thank you to uh, Adam Cool and also the club president, Dave. Dave showed up on Friday night and uh, he's fantastic. They would like to have us back in the spring. So we're going to go there. We had four riflemen uh, that, uh, that, you know, scored riflemen. And the group itself was, as I said, it was a really, really fantastic um, group. Fantastic group. Uh, shooters really they were skilled uh we have one lady she, she had the most amazing job ever so she is somebody uh that uh doesn't have a lot of experience shooting however she wanted to come and learn about being a little bit more prepared because her job is what she does is she goes and collects um whale skulls what yeah, so she travels up north, and uh, she collects the skulls and brings them back, and then she examines them. Um, so when she's up north, she has to be able to protect herself, so she'll carry a rifle or what have you. And so, she, you know, polar bears, um, what? Polar bears have guns? Or, yes. Or defense. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get the so on them. So she wants to make sure that she is able to protect herself and is accurate and, and and things like that. So I told her she had the most awesomest job ever that I've ever heard. So, yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's just, she wraps up the whale, whale's head skulls and brings them back and examines them. I thought it was awesome. So, um, yeah, so she, um, she learned a little bit, she said, and... Um, yeah, we had, as I said, four riflemen. It was a really good day. I got home a little late. And then immediately the next morning I went out and I went to Brockville. So I went to Schoolhouse 2.0, uh, which is a new uh, club that's in Brockville. It's an indoor range. Uh, the uh, old CBSA Seacans, uh, they purchased them and actually brought them to a school an old school that has been sold out. So they made it into a shooting range. Why not? Um, <laughs> so, I found what right next to the building I work in is a bank of Montreal. Okay. The first part of the bank is got two stories. The ground floor of the bank is about 50 meters long and You're about, perfect. yeah. And about 15, 20 meters wide. No, 15 meters wide. It would be the perfect indoor range. I'm sure you could get, by the time you get the backstop and everything put up and the ventilation, you could probably easily get, uh, I don't know. You have good ventilation. Go ahead. You'd have 25 meters for sure. 
There is an indoor range in Fredericton, and I wondered how this guy could afford to build this and maintain it because he's never open and it doesn't cost anything to join. Well, guess what he does for a living? He builds builds ventilation systems. Oh. So using equipment that he already has and parts he already has and the knowledge that he has, he built his own indoor range using his own ventilation system so him and his buddies could have their own indoor range. That, that's what he, he doesn't did. need to be open. He can go shoot himself. Right. right. Mm. So. Okay. Like shooting by himself. He can't go shoot himself. That would be bad. Yes. That'd be bad. So am I allowed to go back to my story? Yes, you are. <laughs> so I went to Schoolhouse 2.0 because I got invited there by the Canadian University Shooting Federation. They asked uh, us as Project Maple Seed to go to, to the event. They were having um, students from Carlton go. These students um, hadn't shot before. Or some Most of them hadn't shot before. So there's 40 students that signed up for the event and they got bussed in and they were able to use all kinds of different firearms. Uh, there was instructors there, one-on-one instruction that was taking place. And I had my own little booth. Uh, they really, really enjoyed coming over to see me. One reason is because I had a 1022. They were able to shoot another 1022 down, down the line, but mine was a little bit more pimped out as they said. Um, the other reason why they like to come and see me is because I actually gave them all the ammo that they wanted, whereas they had to buy it at the other stations. So um, they got some instruction. They had some great fun. I was able to provide everybody with a trigger trainer. I thought it was hilarious. I said, here you go. Here's your trigger trainer. Um, And I said, well, it's a pen. You can use it at school. But as you're, you know, as you're writing your notes and taking your notes at school, I don't know if anybody does that anymore. They use computers now, don't they? Depends. Anyways, I said, while you're taking your notes, you can practice your trigger pull. And they thought it was hilarious. They laughed. And that's that's about it, I think. That's all I did with guns, I think. Yeah. Adrian, what about you? Well, let's see. I went to the range on Saturday, Sunday. Can't remember. One of those days. And I took a whack of guns out and shot a bunch of stuff. I shot that uh, that Turkish bullpup shotgun thing. Needs to be worked in. I need to. I yeah. need to shoot a bunch of three-inch shells through that thing to uh, to work it in. It shot the three-inch stuff great. Uh, the two and three-quarter. Two and three-quarters that didn't eject didn't have enough oomph. Yeah, needs yeah. needs some more working in, some more abuse to uh, to run that stuff. So I'll do that. I'll do what that. for the break-in? Huh? What for the break-in? Yeah, what for the break-in? As you would say in New Brunswick. Um, mm. well, shot that Kdex uh, sheepdog and had my oldest yeah. boy shoot it and uh, I was How's just oh, so there's like no it, recoil yeah. it's so heavy and the brakes effective and like my my kid has never shot long range and he uh, had a blast didn't he yeah. yeah I put him behind that thing and I'm like I don't know try the 200 and he hit that and I'm like try the yep. 300 and he hit that and I'm like okay don't shoot anymore I just got enough ammo to hunt with, really. <laughs> I'm going to hunt with that right there, that 14-pound rifle. <laughs> is not long range, man. It's pretty you accurate. Get six to a thousand. Say again? You got to get them out six to a thousand. That's long range. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, fun fun gun to shoot. Uh, I shot that white AR. I shot it before, but I shot it when it had a break on it, and it was rude. It was just too much. Uh, the shooter got, like, meaty slaps against the face meaty slaps mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, the people to the sides it, they were like oh no <laughs> i don't care yeah. about them but i was getting the slaps in the face so i'm like mm, really no, i can't do this only on weekends 
<laughs> only at night when the kids are in bed. Um, okay. So, so I, uh, I, oh I swapped God. on a, an A2 uh, uh, flash hider on it, and now it's fine. And I'm going to use it at a three-gun match on Saturday. It because... is quite amazing when you take the brake off a gun, you fire it with the brake, you fire it without, or you've got one of those closable brakes, and all of a sudden it's like, there's like nothing there. It oh, just, just oh there's only recoil so and barely any. Wow. I can deal with this. Yeah. yeah. Matted Arms sent me a brake, the regulator. You can yep. adjust how much it breaks. Mm-hmm. They sent me a package for SummerSlam, and they sent me that for myself. And a Nick or Anika followed up the other day. So, how do you like the regulator? And I was like, ah, I knew this day would come. One of my volunteers, <laughs> one of my volunteers, put it on the prize table and it got given away. I never even got to test it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Andrew from Patriot Podcast has one of those, and uh, it's a lot of clicking to get the thing closed, but it it works really well. It's impressive. Yeah, normally you'd put a suppressor on top of your brake, right? It would that, that's what you'd click on over top, but those blast. Uh, deflectors are nice like that that 6.5 Creedmoor uh, I would have a brake on it and I would screw on a regulator or a, a blast shield of some kind if I was going to take it hunting because don't care about recoil when it's hunting I don't really re- care about recoil anyways it's like it's 14 it's, it's so heavy who cares yeah yeah mm-hmm. but uh, white AR good to go for, for three gun I'm glad I took it out because uh, I thought it was just going to be fine I'm like ah I don't even really need to take it out but I will anyways just to make sure it's good for three gun and I realized oh this bolt is dry <laughs> so I put a little bit of oil on it and it ran better it wasn't it wasn't running that good uh, it didn't want to go into battery so I needed to I need a little bit of oil yep. yeah it's like being wet yep yep uh, shot the GSG 1911 that was a lot of fun shot that NP29 the Renarinko I need to get a smaller safety for that one the safety is okay. in the way of my right thumb, thumb. and uh, I can I can put my thumb up on top. But what doing that, it kind of like puts all the pressure of the recoil right there on that knuckle of my thumb, and it doesn't really feel comfortable. So I think I'm going to get a, a smaller safety for that, and I'm going to mill the slide for a red dot, so that it's just all kinds of silly. Because why not? <laughs> I have plenty of other competition pistols that are that are good. The one thing about that Norinco that's fantastic. The trigger is amazing. It's it's it has the best. Trigger. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. There's no travel. It's light. It's crisp. Uh, did you give him the trigger? Yep. And my slide. And uh, oh, one of them came back, and the other one didn't. But <laughs> the other one. But what happened? What happened to it? I don't sure. know. Sure. You'll have to ask the captain. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Trevor, yeah. Trevor and the captain uh, cracked the slide on it, but uh, nice. I don't know if it's Trevor and the captain so much. I was thought it was just Trevor. I, I'd imagine oh, like no, Kelly, whoever Trevor, whoever no. was doing it, the other person was right there encouraging him, just being like, "Yeah, a little bit Do more, it. give him there, yeah, clamp it." What do you think? What do you think for a lot? One more twist? Sure, cap. Yeah, why not? Sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah, go for it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, fun time at the range. Um, I printed and cut up a bunch of Maple Seed target number cards. Thank uh, you. Yeah, and I'm going to send some with Rick. I got a, a, <laughs> a not a small care package that's going with him. I was just going to say his truck is already full. His mm, truck is going to be find even some space. I got a couple bags of slings for him and some target numbers, and it's all sure, going to go somewhere. Some on his lap with a dash. Yeah. At least he can drop uh, it off whenever he stops somewhere, though. 
Right. He's gonna be he's gonna be here next weekend because we're gonna be having a shoot at CFE Kingston as well as FRPC. Those are the last shoots of the year, and he's going to join us for them. So, I he's, yay! I think he's downstairs. I think he's downstairs in my house. Is he? Yeah, should be here somewhere. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's so I small. Need... You just put him in a corner and forget about him. <laughs> just give him the code to the front door, and you know. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing this weekend. Is uh, Maple Seed training, three gun, and more Maple Seed. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be it. Oh. More maple seed. Hmm. That'd be uh that'd be Rick. That'd probably be Rick. <clears throat> yeah. uh, Okay. That's what I was up to. All right. Um let's go to upcoming events. Doesn't look like there's going to be there isn't anything. I just removed the maple seed piece of it, so I don't see anything new. If you have uh, events that CQB are gonna be coming up, uh, do you have a CQB match, yeah, Dave, that you want to talk about? There's an or a CQB match on Saturday. Okay. Go sign up on Gun Nuts. There's links there, but might be a little late to sign up. But hey, go sign up. Come come up to Borden and shoot CQB. See Dave. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you are, if any of our listeners have events that are going to be coming up, I know it's getting into the winter season, but sometimes we have indoor matches. Uh, if you have events that you'd like to us to talk about, uh, send us an email with them. So at slamfireradio.gmail.com and we'll be happy to make the announcements for you. Um, uh, the show notes are um, okay. Uh, let's get into the news. Is there any news? There is no news as well. See, unless Kelly you wanted to talk about that guy who got caught in Winnipeg with all the okay, full well, why autos don't we, and stuff. Yeah, why don't we talk about that? Because you've been messaging us about it. There's no link in the show notes, but uh, I think that we should really talk about it. Adriel, you've you've you're pretty up to speed on what's what happened. A uh, guy in Winnipeg, uh, apparently CBSA found that he uh, tried importing a suppressor from China. So uh, if you go on Alibaba or, or eBay okay. or something like that, they have gas line filters that are not gas line filters. They're they're ready-made suppressors. Uh, and uh, apparently he tried ordering one of those in July and they sat on it and they just uh, busted them here in October and... Uh, had a warrant for his place because, Hey, this guy's ordering suppressors from overseas to his house. And, uh, and they found a bunch of other goodies at his place. Okay. Uh, what what else did they find? Uh, a whole bunch of full auto, uh, stuff, some AKs, um, a couple of full auto, uh, world war two machine guns, not a couple, like four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as well as some Uzis and all sorts of that kind of stuff. So stuff that he's not None allowed to have at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which now, you, like you got to wonder how that stuff gets into country. Uh, I'd imagine <clears throat> it's just been here the whole time, and probably no knew about it, and oh. he didn't register it when in the nineties or the whenever that stuff had to be registered, and has just been sitting on it. I'd imagine, or uh, yeah, like I, I can only guess. The stupid thing is, why would you order a suppressor? I mean, if you want to be Right. You want to break the law and make a suppressor? They're super easy to make. There's instructions everywhere. You don't even need any special tools or really anything, as long as you got a yeah. threaded barrel and a nut to fit it. So why the hell would you would you order them? Because maybe you know, like, maybe they thought line, like the gas done. line filter would get through. But they're easy to make. Like why would you take that chance? Like the <sighs> CBSA knows what's going on, man. They know who these companies are they know these addresses you know what i mean like you're giving them yeah. way too much credit trevor like way way <laughs> too much credit hey they caught this guy didn't they they caught this guy 
It but worked. How, how, many, how many pistols are coming over <laughs> the border? How many works. other stuff is coming over the border? They caught this guy. Yeah. I talked yeah. to a guy who worked border stuff at the airport, and he said they catch a tiny, tiny, tiny percentage of what's going yeah. on. Yeah. The risk is high. Like, you would, like, if I was sitting on a huge collection of, of illegal firearms, I probably wouldn't be doing risky stuff like that because it just seems like stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too high a risk. Just got lazy. I wonder how many other things like that. Like, maybe he got those AKs in the mail. Who knows? <laughs> He's just like, whatever, man. Seems like a good deal. Yeah. Can you mail it to yeah. Canada? I don't know. Let's find I out. wonder if he bought it on Wish. <laughs> I was just thinking it's probably Wish. That's hilarious. I've seen on there is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Airsoft suppressor, yeah, no, yeah, no, it's mm-hmm. Not. Mm-hmm. flashlight, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> flashlight, yeah. All right, why don't we go on to new gun stuff? Cool, so Dan Wesson. Yeah, mm. I, I know you've seen this one. This is yeah. the Dan Wesson DWX. It is a a fine CZ seventy five pattern pistol. Uh, I think they they said they used 1911 trigger in here. A 1911 CZ75 1911 is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Fire group mm-hmm. out of a 19 Dan Wesson 1911. CZ bought CZ bought Dan Wesson. Beautiful. Oh. Hmm. Very yeah. interesting. So what you have is you have the top. It looks like a 1911 only. What CZs are known for is a low bore axis for a hammer-fired gun. And one of the ways that they achieve this low bore axis is the fact that the slide fits down inside of the frame as opposed to over top of the frame mm-hmm. like a 1911. Okay. So because the slide is down inside the frame, everything gets lower. So imagine taking a 1911-style upper and putting it onto the frame the same way a CZ fits onto the frame. So you've got a 1911 trigger 1911 hammer 1911 safeties 1911 sights but it's in the frame like a cz so you've got on the bottom end of this pistol a cz grip so it's got cz ergonomics on the bottom cz low bore axis on the top with 1911 stylings and trigger and controls and capacity of a CZ magazine. I think they, they used a PO7 mag for this instead of a CZ75, but it's got a beaver tail. It's got a safety like a 1911. All that stuff is straight up 1911. The bore axis, the, the slide looks bigger and chunkier than a CZ75, yeah. doesn't it? It does, yeah. Not like they machined it down as much. Well, a CZ75 is actually a very, very small full-size gun. Mm-hmm. So they've made this 1911 size. So that's why it looks so big up top yeah, compared to a CZ. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. This is uh, I like it. It's super pretty. interesting. $1,800 MSRP, which is up there. But I, I think if they, if CZ does American. their, uh, well, if they do their pricing like everywhere else, uh, mm-hmm. it'll be that price in Canadian dollars in Canada. So I'm looking forward to seeing this at SHOT Show, which means that we won't get it for like two years. Especially no a doubt. cool gamer gun like that. But is it a gamer gun? What game it's going to fit into? It's not oh, Ipsic it's legal. Single action. Oh, right, right. I mean, it's a it's a good um, limited or stand limited or whatever other mm-hmm. place you might put it in uh, U.S. or in uh, three gun. Couldn't shoot up sick with that? You could in standard minor if 
it fits in the box. It'll never be production because it's not striker fired, double action only, or double action, single action. Yeah. Single action only. Gotcha. Cool. All right. Let's move on to Spectre Ballistics. Yeah, I want to show this one just because it's a, it's a nice shiny middle finger. Uh, this uh, is... <laughs> Okay. And it's not the first time they've done this because they also just got their FRT on their C71, which is their uh, their 1022 uh, that uses 597 mags. I wonder if they know they don't need an FRT number for a gun made in Canada. They do. Uh, they don't. They just wanted it anyways. You they don't do know, it, but they want it. Anyway. Okay. But, right. Probably because everybody on CGN is going to be going, oh, don't have an FRT. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now this, this is a... Um, what do you call it? Uh, a bolt action, uh, yep. two, two, three, I guess yep. you would say it's, uh, it's just a receiver set. Um, yep. but, uh, you'll be able to use a whole schwack of your AR parts on it. And it's got a bolt that can be used, I believe right or left. Uh, but left is clearly the, the superior choice for, for the bolt. And I wonder uh, if it's going to be like the British bolt action air where the, um, still gas operated, the gas pushes the bolt back, but it locks back. Yeah, and then you hit and, the release. Yeah, and you hit a release. Yeah, no, this hmm. one is straight up just straight pull bolt. Mm. Wow, which is a choice, right? You can you can do the. I'd rather have that that you know where it locks back, and all you got to do is hit a button. That would be yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, the only problem with those ones is last I heard, a they're prohibited now in Britain, but they were I think like five grand. <laughs> Something ridiculous. Of course, like that. they were. That's because it's yeah. in Britain. Yeah, that's true. They were insane. Yep, that's a cool idea. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, straight bolts fine too, but we're it's probably so wouldn't even have a spring, or would he bother having a spring? You might as well leave no. everything alone. No, why? Like, if you could, uh, if you if the BCG is nice and compact, I don't know if this is how they're designing it or not, but if the BCG is nice and compact, you could run a folder on it. And run like have nothing in the tube. Yeah, but I would to design it as simply as possible. I would just make it so you took out the gas tube, you turn the gas block around. Mm-hmm. I would attach a bolt that would come out the side of the receiver, so the gas key would be removed, and a modified gas key would be put in its place that had a charging handle that would come out ambidextrous, whatever side, mm-hmm. and you would fire the gun bring the bolt back and let let it go in the spring with chamber oh, the next round. Oh, I get what you're talking about. Yeah, that's kind of an interesting idea. Just rack right. it back and let go. Assisted yeah. assisted yeah, loading. Cool. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Right? They've got the button in England, gas operated. Well, we might lose the gas component, but we could keep the spring spring component, right? So we yep. manually open it and then just let it go. So it's straight pull, pull it back. Let it go. The spring chambers the next round. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be an interesting idea. Well, let's uh, do it. In case that's not what they're thinking of. Let's do it. You got some cat skills? Let's draw this thing up. Matthew and Owen is like, we need a Beowulf mag, and then they made like a million dollars. So come on, Adriel, this will be our thing. Let's do this. Let's design a bolt action spring loaded, whatever AR fifteen. Do they know they made a million dollars yet? I don't think they actually made a million, but they started buying little ultralights and opening a flight school. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Airplane money. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. This next one here, uh, if you want to get an AR-15 lower, uh, you can get one from 
I run guns. They've got Anderson manufacturing AR-15 stripped lowers for 30 US. Jesus. Which is ridiculous. 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah, order a bunch, though, because the shipping uh, uh, is crazy. It's like 25 to 50 bucks, something like that. You and your Last friends just order a whole pile of them. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, what was the next thing I had here? Oli's Armory has ATI and Omni lowers for $75. Yeah, if you're looking for something in-country, uh, Oli's yeah. has some uh, ATI Omni hybrids for 75 bucks. That's Excellent. tax included with shipping. Tax included with shipping, so yep. it'd be cheaper to actually go with that than the iron gun. Maybe. Yes. Yes. But it's plastic and not metal. I suppose that would well, still be good if you're if you're if you just wanted to get in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Delask. Delask has some uh, Kid Twenty Two LR match barrels. If you're looking to up your 1022 game they're uh they're 399 so they're they're quite expensive but uh they're fancy barrels they are nice barrels mm-hmm. i have a few friends and mm-hmm. they have a, a muzzle uh thread protector so you can put on a brake yep. and tame that 22 lr i know why mm-hmm. <laughs> that you know flashback in the face yeah this All last right. one <laughs> trevor you should be interested in this uh, Freedom Ventures is coming soon. PCC Magwells for the FX9 and the Ruger PC Carbine. So. Yeah, um, Wes turned me on to that uh, last week sometime, but mm-hmm. was super excited to find out that Freedom Ventures is going to be carrying them. They're yep. over a hundred bucks. Yeah, you know, thirteen. But it's Delrin. I mean, yeah, yeah, it is Delrin. It's really good stuff. I mean, I've got my FX9 Magwell right here. My problem is mm. there's no real permanent way of attaching it. The screw holes that are molded into it are on the bottom. Well, there's nothing to hold it to the gun. You put screws in it, it literally pushes it off the gun. Mm. The screws got, got to be on the side, which is no problem. It's going to drill and tap it. But Or JB Weld. There you go. Yeah, I would go with something like a silicone before I'd start JB welding some plastic to aluminum. Coward. Yeah. <laughs> get, the, get the torch out, melt it, and stick it on. And you're good. Yeah, you, go. but, you know. Not mad. You know, crazy glue. <laughs> That's why I Kelly. Didn't last yeah. one mag change. Really? Yep. Mm. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. Why don't we go on to the main topic? Now, the main topic is something that we put out to the uh, listeners. We asked them about what we, they would. It's Halloween and it's Trevor's birthday. So, what scary topics are we going to be looking at tonight? Um, did we decide on one, you guys? Well, I, I threw out the idea the... before the show about you guys pick the animal uh, or monster, rather, and how you would tackle it. Yeah. I like that idea. Okay. Okay, I want zombies. You want zombies? Okay. Does anybody else want zombies? Chupacabra no, you're going to have zombies. Those are <laughs> off. Good. He's going to go with the chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. The goat blood sucker. Okay. Adriel, what are you going to go with? He's going with Chupacabra. Oh, I thought oh, it was yeah. Dave. Oh, sorry. sorry. I, said, I said Wendigo. Oh. A what now? Wendigo. What the hell is that? I know cryptids. Oh. I never heard of this thing. Uh, it's a mythological man-eating creature, evil spirit from the folklore of the Native American Algonquin tribes. It is. It's a horrifying story. Wendigo. Yeah. Is it just mm-hmm. another word for Sasquatch, or is it a different thing? No, it's a no. different thing. No. What is it? Uh, 
it's a human being who's been possessed. So there's right. go eat some oh, people and you turn he, into one of these things. And then Oh, he ate some bad mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> peyote. Yeah. yeah. No, we don't have peyote up here. Okay. If you don't. Yeah, yes. Don't be a cannibal, you turn into a wendigo and then I'll it was twice, Adriel. Twice you made me choke on my water tonight. Don't do that. <laughs> How about oh, you, geez. Kelly? What are you going with? I don't know. Why don't you guys go first, and I'm going to think about it, because I want to actually... I don't want mythological. I want something that's not how true we to life. monster invasion. You, uh. Listen, I had a meltdown on my computer this evening while I was trying to figure out all this stuff. And now you're getting eaten by Wendigos, zombies, and... Wendigos, yeah. And the goat sucker. Yeah. <laughs> and the goat sucker. Okay, so... Trevor, why don't you go first with respect to a zombie? Okay. So at first I was thinking this is the only good good reason to have a 300 blackout. You get a short carbine, 10, 10.3 inch barrel, suppressed, subsonic, and 300 blackout makes sense to me for this, for this job. But then I got thinking, nope, I got an even better solution. Same size gun, maybe suppressor. But chambered in 9mm, that takes Glock magazines. There's billions of Glock magazines out there in all kinds of different stick sizes from 19, um, from 17 capacity Glock 17 mags all the way up to 33 sticks. Plus, the USPSA guys now are putting extensions on their big sticks to have like 34, 35, 36 rounds, right? So a PCC in 9mm... Um, with good quality factory hollow point ammunition, Glock 17 on your hip, PCC, low recoil, quiet, effective out to 100 yards. Um, that's my that's it. That's my zombie defense this year. A PCC and a sidearm, both chambered nine mil, both set up for Glock magazines. I have one more thing for you there, Trevor. Though. Okay. To really be a mall ninja and really have zombie defense, mm-hmm. have a really cheesy knife mm-hmm. direct from China. Look at that thing. Why do you have a Chinese knife? I don't know. I bought it when I was like 15. I thought it was cool. because Oh, okay. You still have it. Cool. Oh, yeah. That's, if it's, oh, yeah. So it's all the sides. Yeah. So impractical, mm-hmm. serrated. Now you're mall ninja. You're right. But I, I, I'm not mall ninja enough, but I'm still going to use my Glock knife. Ugh. Well, it's a gift from McClatchy. Uh, really? Yep. He oh, gave it to me for sick. Christmas one year. Oh. He also gave me my machete too. Oh. Yep. So, Very what do you scary. think? Is that effective? I like it. Two guns, one caliber, same magazine. Yeah. Very good. I don't know if I'd bother with the suppressor, but seems like oh. extra weight for no reason. You're shooting zombies. Come on. They know you. Yeah. Well. So I, I watched Zombieland to prepare for this before the show tonight. Oh, really? It's important to do research. Mm. And, you know, there was some shooting from inside the vehicle. Mm. And, of course, in the movies, it doesn't hurt you. But you may have to shoot your little PCC inside the vehicle. And, you know, I tell you what, Dave, suppressor yeah. that's, you know, quick detach. How's that? It's a good idea. Just leave it on. Well, or just leave it on. Yeah, just go with a ten point three. Yeah, and <laughs> let's face it, Dave. A nine millimeter suppressor is not like a big rifle suppressor, right? It can be a four inch can and still be effective enough to protect your hearing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, all right. Well, you've justified it. All right. I like it. PCC and Glock handgun for the win. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Okay. Dave, what about you? Uh, Wendigo already explained what that is. And a right. uh, little North American Indian, uh, sorry, uh, whatever they're calling themselves these days. Indigenous. Oh. Indigenous today. I actually have yes. a native friend who I used to work with and he'll call me every so often and update me on what he's called that day. It's whatever you, yeah, it's, whatever. <laughs> it's the flavor of the day. It's yeah. not the flavor of the day. It's Aboriginal groups in Canada include the Métis, the Inuit, and the First Nations. That's it. Native Americans. We'll go with that. We were not in. Oh, Jesus. And if I've offended, I don't know, whatever, Aboriginal, I don't know. If I've offended a bunch of people, well, too bad. <laughs> I have a right to not be offended. Well, Anyways, true. okay. The least offensive guy in our show just became the most offensive. I'm so proud of you. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well done. Way to step um, up. Thanks. It's okay. Uh, we still uh, love you, Dave. Uh, our aboriginal know. listeners don't but that's because you're a bigot <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll accept that sure okay. um, I'll give him a teaching when I'll see him next okay go so for any type of monster as far as I'm concerned can't go wrong with an AR-15 so when to go hunting gonna go AR-15 okay so how's it gonna be effective like really come on how are you gonna how's shoot a Wendigo at night with that scope come on right, you don't even have a light on that thing you uh, you have no, a dinky light on your head. You need you need a weapon mounted flashlight. Come on, dinky. I would I would possibly <laughs> throw a firearms mounted flashlight on here. Yes, mm. but other than that, I've got my adjustable scope, so I'm good CQB. I'm good out to I've, I've shot this thing out to like 800 yards, and I can I can hit stuff. With <gasps> so I'm good close range. I'm good long range. I got my handy dandy full cap magazines, but when the uh, zombie armies arrive. Not doing that beforehand, of course. And only if the government then allows it when the zombies arrive. So I got lots of ammunition. Um, They'll military, be coming to your place. You know that. Oh, yeah. Military oh, yeah. police use 5.56. So I'm good to go if I have to go uh, get some ammo from the mill or the Leo guys. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Stick yeah. with common calibers. Absolutely. Plus Canadian tire. Uh, ammunition, magazines, compatible with our Leo and uh, military people. So I'm good to go on that. Uh, and uh, 223 will drop a zombie real good, as well as a Wendigo. I like the cartridge. I can get it anywhere. The gun's great. I can get parts everywhere. So, AR-15. So maybe I want an AR-15 in 9mm, just to be safe. Mm. could do that as well. Mm. Yeah. Neat. Yep. Essentially, the answer to anything with a gun is what gun will be adequate for the task, and if it's an adequate gun, it's generally AR-15. Right. Yeah. Or shotgun. But. Or shotgun. Shotguns okay. are too slow to reload. We've talked about this a million times. How I many know. shots can a Wendigo take, though? Like, I feel like after like two or three buckshot, slowing them down. We should assuming, kill them dead. Assuming you're only facing one, but mm. I think they're solitary, so you're probably good. I think they'd be solitary. Yeah. Yeah. They seem to be. There you okay. go. All right. Adriel, what about you? Uh, okay, so Chupacabra. Uh, this is, I think, this is Mexican, right? Mexican. Uh, uh, well, I mean, it's all over the southern. South America. South America up into the southern United South States. America. Okay. Well, I, like I was, I was wondering which country because it would, it would like change my answer. I think if it's anywhere uh, where there's coyotes, because all the Chupacabra is is a coyote with mange. It's a whole bunch of places that could be. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a real thing. It's a goat sucker. Oh, right. Okay. Shh, come on. Sorry. Take your coyote away. Uh, yeah, I believe I in Bigfoot, would... but not the chupacabra. That's where I draw the line. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think the uh, I think I would go with like a Mexican Mauser. They they made some Mausers in thirty odd six. I could take one of those, and I'd get one of those uh, sawback bayonets. I think that would be that would be the the clutch item to to throw on that rifle is one of those sawback <laughs> bayonets. They're those huge ones, those pioneer ones. Yeah, yeah, because like short sword essentially. Yeah, and Chupacabra, it's like one shot. One shot of that 30-06 out of a Mauser, and she's toast. And if you need a follow-up, you can get a quick one off and then just get in there with the sawback if you need to. Hmm. Chupacabra's over. Nice. Chupacabra's over. Yeah, it's what's for dinner. <laughs> no, pizza is what's for dinner. I'm hungry it's Chupacabra now. pizza. This is, you mangle it and you throw it on your pizza's <laughs> topping. Nice. Delicious. Okay. I think that's all, all I right. go for. Yeah, Mauser. All right, Kelly. Strip all clip fed. Uh, all friendly, on me. Friendly to uh, to Canadian okay. law at this point as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good point. Awesome. All right. Point. I so I was at the range by my Wendigo. <laughs> It'd be interesting to have them all at the range. We could have like uh, a uh, a battle royale. Doesn't right? seem fair. Uh huh. Well, I'm going to add mine to the list. So it's a T-1000 because it's Terminator, right? Oh, Originally, I was going to. Oh, I know. So I was trying to think what, because uh, what, what I would use. Obviously, an AR would be effective, an AR-15. Maybe if it's chambered in 7.62 by 40. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. It'd be effective shotgun as well, but you really need something with a bladed weapon because it's actually liquid, right? So, so maybe we- like a like a swiffer, a swiffer. <laughs> something absorbent, so it goes all liquid, and you just like throw a ShamWow on it. Done. <laughs> ShamWow, because it's like mercury; it'll it attracts, right? You just ShamWow that stuff. You ShamWow it. it. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't do that in the movie. Just like tossing a blanket on it. If you shot magnets at it, and each magnet that took means... out like a whole bunch of layer of steel with it, that's a really good idea. Why don't you actually use magnets? Is it, is it ferrous though? Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, you'd have to walk that... up, stick a magnet on it, so it'd stick. Oh, okay, one so... of those magnet mines that you put on a tank. Go stick one of those guys on it. <laughs> yeah. He's not magnetic. He spends the whole time using weapons and driving cars and stuff. Well, he's not magnetic, but is he? But ferrous? he's a he liquid metal. Like, will 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 magnets yeah. stick to him? If he's mm-hmm. ferrous, one of those magnetic mines, it's yeah. good for a, it. If it's good for a, a tiger tank. tank, it's fine for him. You can't blow his parts up small enough, though. Like even when they're just like molecules, they find themselves and come back together. I mean, oh. after after he reassembles himself from a mist from the anti-tank mine. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta melt them. You're in like Hawaii by that time. It can't, you can't. You gotta freeze them. Yeah, but even when he's frozen, then you can't keep him frozen forever. You gotta evaporate him. Mm. Completely evaporate him. I don't know if there's a weapon okay. that can do that. New. Yeah, uh, called, nuclear warhead. Lava, lava. Throw him down a volcano. And you're right, Kelly. A nuke from orbit. It's the only yeah. way to be sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I think so. that a lav would be pretty effective. I don't know about lava. Just like hit him with a mm-hmm. lav and. Toot, 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 toot. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. 25 mil. <laughs> <laughs> so, what That's are you down. using on him? Well, I was going to, uh, as I said, you have to use something that's going to cut off his head, but it, I don't know. Like. 
yeah, I think we're going to have to go straight to the nuclear warhead. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Tactical nuke. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to have to go to it because it's the only way that you're, he's not going to, you know, he's not going to, nothing's going to do anything to him unless we actually just. What about him. Kelly? Uh, the, um, you know, I don't know if you've given this, um, maybe you have, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, accuse you of not thinking this through cause you're pretty smart and stuff, but, um, have you considered the fallout and the uh, collateral damage at all? Your problem. Yeah. Hello. Plus, no. if the thing kills you, who cares if there's fallout yeah. right You're, you're going to be dead. So. Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. Because yeah. at that point, right? It's all about protecting John Connor. So it's like, who cares? It's just one Plus, nuke. It's not a whole bunch of, the of them. It, exactly. They do it all the time in you know the Mojave Desert. So come on. Fair. <laughs> Why not in Kingston then? All right. <laughs> well, yeah, Kingston. <laughs> you know, I yeah, we're gonna have to just uh, go straight to that because AR AR is pretty effective. Um, shotgun's pretty effective, but he, he's he's molten, so he's he's a metal that's going to just absorb everything and. Yep. So we, you're right, Trevor. Hey, Trevor, you're right. So we're gonna. I heard you. That. Don't worry, I'm writing okay. it down right now. <laughs> okay. Maybe, so we're gonna have to make sure that it's heated and just. Maybe you could use your nuke to crack the Earth's crust to get the volcano and then throw them into that as, as thick guys. Oh, yeah, because it's true. not like you can just summon a volcano. Or we can ceremon, right? We can get them to, you know, home steep, and there you go. Hmm. Drag, drag him off to uh, Mount Doom, throw him in. I was yeah. going to say, let's take him to Mordor. Okay. Take him to Mordor. Don't give him the ring. <laughs> <laughs> then he's it's Saruman's cool. problem. Oh, it would be oh. Middle Earth's problem. Come on, man. <laughs> T1000. That'd be a good crossover. I'd watch that. <laughs> we would all watch that. Come on. Terminator oh. versus Middle Earth. Hell yeah. yeah. Who's going to oh. win? Dumbledore would be so freaked out. He would. <laughs> what to okay, do. seriously, we've just we've incorporated ruined everything. That's what yeah, we've, we've done. just ruined everything. Yeah, well oh, done, yeah. everyone. Tolkien is rolling in his grave right now. I, I, I come up with some. Frodo. I had some real good viable solutions to people's <laughs> zombie problems, and now all of a sudden, yeah, no. Oh, hmm. Harry Potter, we can bring use him the in force, too. Harry. So much for all the practical advice we were giving away. Jeez, yeah, ruined it. That did Kelly's people. fault completely. Totally. It's always my fault. That's okay. I like that. <laughs> Both be a monster mash and she goes all futuristic on us. Well, yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> like these hey, aren't real no. things, right? Is, well, I don't know. <laughs> Have you seen out. some of the some of the some of the robot technology that's happening right now? Like there's a Cylon out there. Oh, they like finally the done it. They made a I like the one on the range where they're like poking the robot, whacking the robot with a hockey stick, and it's and they like make them shoot the dog, the, the uh, oh the no, no, no dynamics dog. Yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah, no, we're not going there. Okay, <laughs> it's like old Yeller. They re they make the the, the robot yeah. shoot the Boston Dynamics yellow rover thing. <laughs> really, had to be done. Oh no, it didn't. Well, it's all okay. in CGI right now. So yeah. okay, yeah. so. We're pretty much done, right? Yeah, we, we done. yeah, we ruined it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. very good, very good. We brought in uh, Mordor. Thank and we you, Sarah. Everybody. Okay, uh, listener feedback in YouTube. Have you guys been paying attention? We've been pretty much going on as we go, right? We have been. 
like I think we lost them with the uh, uh, with the random thoughts of uh, of yeah, how to, there's how to deal literally with no one left. Yeah, I actually I think it's a really good idea. You know, if we incorporate you know Harry Potter and Star Wars and oh Daggett, we need Daggett from from Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, listener feedback. I did not check and see if we had any listener feedback this uh, this week, but because um, I was yelling at my computer. All right, pretend there is none, and we'll get it I, next I, week. I don't, I don't think there, there actually was any. is any. No. But let's actually uh, just go back and uh, give a shout out to DC Armories because they're a sponsor for the listener feedback. So, uh, Armory DC Gunsmith is a full service gunsmith who specializes in firearm re- refinishing. He offers hot bluing, parkerizing, and Cerakote finishing, as well as wood refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearm accessories, objects, or at uh, dcgunsmith.ca. You can also follow him on uh facebook and also on instagram i do go over there while you're at it also follow slamfire radio as well as trevor uh furlot uh adriel uh, who's the hunting gear guy as well as 50 cowgirl which is me uh and dave are you on instagram Mm-mm. you need to get on there buddy you got to tighten up your Insta game, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't see the point. I got other things to do. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a very mature. Oh, awesome. you're going to be all intelligent and mature about it. Yeah, I just use Facebook to troll and screw up, screw about, and that's about it. Well, okay. you could do more of that. That's yeah, it. You know what? That's the only reason I have a, a Twitter account because it's accessible. That's <laughs> the only reason I I just opened one to 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 tweet uh, the Canadian gun control twits. Yep. That's yeah. the only reason I got it. Go after oh. the doctors. Yes. Okay. So everybody go on to Twitter as well and follow us there. And if you'd like to send us an email, uh, send us to slamfireradio at gmail.com. We'll obviously read it on our show, but not only that, you can tell us about any events or any news or anything that's happening in your neck of the woods. Podcaster reviews. We don't got any of those either. It's a late night tonight. Mm-hmm. It's Halloween. People are it's out, Halloween. Uh, rolling kids for their candy. Rolling kids for candy? I can do Either that. that or zombies just ate everybody. Or mm. goes Or T-1000s. Mm. Okay. You can't remember? Zydegos. Chupacabra. Chupacabra. By Trump's building the wall. Yeah. Okay. Shout outs. Trevor, do you have any? I, um, to the, um, uh, everyone who took the class last weekend, a lot of them actually listened to the podcast, so I apologized accordingly. And, um, yeah, uh, we had a, a real awesome time. It was a good group of people. We had one guy there who hadn't taken a black badge yet, so I didn't know how that was going to affect the class. But, uh, John, I'm not sure if you're listening, but if you are, you did awesome, and I look forward to seeing you uh, at a Nipsic match. And uh, everybody else, looking forward to hopefully seeing you at an indoor match in Halifax this winter or maybe even in Fredericton, who knows. And uh, thanks again. Awesome. Okay. Adrian, you got one? Nope. Thank you. Dave Cracky. Just to everybody who listens, you people are awesome. Aww, look at that. Uh I have one. It's just going to go out again to uh, Adam Cool, as well as um, uh, Dave. Dave, the president of the um, Lower Trent Valley. Just want to say thanks again for coming out, uh, actually twice coming out and let us uh, come to your range. Definitely going to be back in the springtime. So, and it's also close to home. So I get to sleep in my own bed. I'm like that. Uh, 
All right. Uh, Patreon supporters, we have new new Patreonies uh, this week. Just want to um, let everybody... But we do we'll get them next week. Okay. So uh we'll sorry, read. that's me. I apologize. I was supposed to put that in. My that's bad. I've been busy. Just to let you know if anybody is a Patreon supporter, we put out a pod uh we put out a bonus episode last week. Um so tune in. You should have already gotten it. If you haven't listened to it, there is a new uh Patreon episode available. And if you are a Patreoni and you haven't received your swag, uh, please let us know. Uh, just send us an email at slamfireradio.com. Send us your address. Adriel will send that out as well. We want to say thank you to everybody who is a Patreon because without you, we wouldn't be able to actually do this and talk about, you know, Windigo and everything else. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you can also help us out by going to our website. Go to the website and click on Cabela's. Once you click on Cabela's, you're going to go and shop anyways, right? So click on it and they'll send us a little bit of money as well. So, yay! Uh, join one of our national firearms associations, such as the CCFR. Uh, it's really important that you do that now uh, more than ever uh, because we don't know what's going to be happening uh, once. Uh, um, once liberals make some decisions or how they're going to make decisions. And so we're going to be starting to talk to other groups and other political parties as well. So the CCFR needs your support. So go and join them. Uh, click uh, on, so go over to Gun Orders in Canada. By the way, we know, we we have a thread there, but we've had some good conversations recently. Cool. So yeah, go and check that out. I post the episodes each week, but as I said, you can have conversations with other people and, you know, and us as well. We'll answer. Give us a like on Facebook as well. We are at 2,262 uh, likes. And uh, yeah, Trevor apparently put this in because it says that we're closing the gap on some homeless children. So fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Richard. Poor little yeah. children. Halloween. They probably didn't get any candy either. So. No, no sympathy. They're going down. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Now people are gonna be like, "Oh, the poor." If you want, if you want candy, candy, don't suck. Be don't be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a prerequisite. Have parents and shit. Come on. You guys are horrible. What are they gonna do? They're gonna go out dressed as a box. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. Thanks again for listening, everybody, and choosing to spend your Halloween with us. I uh, hope that it wasn't too scary. And. Uh, Go ahead and, you know, roll a kid for their candy, I guess. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Pro tip, they don't fight back. Well, <laughs> they're small, so you're good. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.